johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, we are back at SportsInsiderRadio.com with Big Dave Miller and Mike. Dave, what's going on, brother? I think you got that one wrong. It's Big Mike and Dave Miller. No, it's Big Mike actually, and Dave. Well, Big now. Big Mike and Big Dave Miller. So uh, I, I, actually, I don't know. You know what? I don't know anymore. I, I don't listen. I Probably haven't been to the gym I, in about. I have not been to the gym in eighteen months. All I do is ride the Peloton and play golf, and I keep seeing you on Instagram double the size since when I last saw you. So it's big <laughs> yeah, but it's not Dave muscle. <laughs> Miller and average Mike. No, it's yeah, it's bigger, David, but it's not muscle. How you boys doing? Good. Doing well, How you man. Doing, brother? Hey, listen, yeah, man. We we good. came on the show last week, Dave, and all we talked about is listen for. For the strategy and how you wager, there's the word lock never comes out of your mouth. It'll never come out of your mouth. But we had the lock of the century for our best friend and <laughs> in the passing of Brian Blessing. And I ran to the casino on Saturday. I went very big on the bills. I actually tied them into a – it's like I knew if I had the, them in the – in the bookend of the of the parlays, they couldn't lose. So I had all these mix and match parlays that hit. It was like Brian just made sure that my Saturday went perfect, and it happened to be my birthday on Friday. So it was a birthday weekend, and Brian just made it just incredible for me. Well, well said. I'm kind of scared this week because I was going to bet the Chiefs. What do I do, boys? I mean, did you end up yesterday? I mean, last week grabbing anything for the Bills to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. No, I. You know what? No, I bet the first half and I bet the full game. I think I did, even though I had zero feel. I think I did like a few three thirty and five fifty, because of what we said. So I'm already. I mean, I'm already positive. Right, you're you're free rolling at this point. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know what to do. We we can discuss this. But, you know, yeah, good good win. Good win by them, huh? 
So listen, let's talk about, before we get into the statistics and the trends, inquiring minds want to know. So the Spencer just launched, Spencer Cornelia just launched a YouTube video, uh, a guy on YouTube, an influencer that normally uh, exposes frauds in all facets of business, not only sports betting. Um, and so tell me what the experience was like. He just launched the video. I'm looking at the uh, the YouTube channel well, right now. Before Dave starts, let's preface by saying it was the reverse for David Miller. So if you guys actually want and you're listening, <laughs> you could always call us and we'll give you the link. But it was the reverse where he believes Dave has a prolific edge and he's the opposite of what he usually is used to doing. So uh, the hype was incredible. I just happened to, to watch the video minutes before the show and I've had some of your old clients watch it and every single person, Dave, is mind blown by how educational, how transparent, how just overwhelming betting could be if you want to be successful. But it's like you just make it look so easy because, again, you're the professional. We're just the buffers between the client and you. So just give us some feedback. How was those uh, couple days spending with Spencer? Well, when he first came, I was, I, I was, uh, our friends said, hey, is it okay if we bring a guy? We'll make, some, make a video. He has a big platform. And to be honest with you, I didn't even really check anything. I just, I go, because, you know, I trust those guys. And I said, yes, that's sure. Or that's, that's fine. Let me, let me just make sure about what he puts on his channel. And then I was, look, I was looking at it the day he was coming uh, because I had never heard of him. I don't really go on YouTube. And he had a ton of views, and I said, oh, okay, this is pretty serious. So I even cleaned the apartment up a little bit and just said, okay, I'm going to make this nice. I was actually a little bit nervous. I don't know why. And, uh, yeah, he came, and it's, the first thing he said is, where's all your flashy jewelry? And I, st- I started laughing real hard. I don't know why. That was the funniest thing in the world. I started laughing because everybody goes, you need flashy jewelry. So when he said that, I don't know, it just, I laughed, he laughed, and we just kind of hit it off. And then... He was he was respectful. Anytime he would start, anytime he would film, he would say, "Can I film right now?" Every single time, and usually I'd say, "Yeah," uh, because I started to realize, well, he can just always film, and then we just look at it, and and then we'll, if we don't want it in the video or we want it blurred out, uh, he can do that. So it was it was fun. He he asked me questions, and then at times he said. He has, he has very good instincts. That's what I think is the, th- the thing about him. His instincts are are very well. Because everything he was saying to me and what he thought about different things, it, it was spot on. And when he, he really, I don't know, he learns quick. He has good instincts. He's obviously making it, doing that, when a lot of people try and they don't make it. Uh, so good for him. But, yeah, we he and then he would ask me, if you were me, what question would you ask right now? And I and I thought about it, and I thought oh, that's a good question to ask me. So I would say, I think you should say this, or and then I was kind of coaching him up for the next person that he interviewed a little bit. It kind of I kind of insisted on coaching him. I said, you know, ask ask people this one question when you interview every single person. Just say the base game is under a hundred percent. That's why the casino or the sportsbook or whatever offers it. How do you, how does your strategy have it where you are over a hundred percent? I said just ask that question every time, and that will get the ball rolling, and your viewers will 
kind of your viewers will watch it and they'll they'll get a good feel for if it's if they believe it or not. So he liked that and it was just really fun to talk to. I can see how he make how how he's gonna really make it. You know, because he's really sharp. He's like how we are, but with the YouTube stuff. He's a very sharp guy. And then I kept asking that him, was... what, what, are, what are the secrets? And he goes, there's no secrets. Uh, there's secrets. I know there's secrets. You have you have hundreds of people trying what you're doing, but you blew up so quick. <laughs> What's the secret? And he wouldn't tell me. And then he didn't even smile. There's no secret. No, no, no. There's a secret and model that you've figured out. But now we had fun. Good guy. I mean, definitely, definitely hope I see him again. I can hypothesize for all the listeners out there the secret. I don't know him personally. I've never dealt with him. Obviously, you met him in person. I do enjoy his content. I, I can hypothesize the secret is that most people are driven to negativity, not positivity. So, like, I'm reading the comments under your cha- under your video right now, and he said, you know, this year I'm going to have an about face, and I'm going to try to do 50% of the videos I drop positive and 50% of the videos negative. If I go in on my YouTube channel, which obviously I'm not an influencer, I'm just, you know, it's a diary of my gambling life and the business of sharing information and systems, and I put 0 in 10 the last 10, I will always get more views than if I put 10 in the last 10. So just right. people love piling on to negative uh, people. I don't want to say all it's people. Sad, but yeah. I'll, yeah, a lot of people. Well, if you take the regular mainstream media, right? I don't watch the news anymore. Uh, Mike and I were just talking about this in the beginning of the pandemic. We used to watch the news all the time because, especially that four month period when we were still doing the radio show with Brian, and you know, you're home, you're trying to get adjusted to not having sports, et cetera, et cetera, and you'd wa- and you'd watch this loop of negativity, negativity. Eight hundred thousand people are dead. Six hundred thousand, be- and and then finally, I just stopped watching the news. Now I don't watch the news at all. And it's like, oh, okay, well, because, and then if I do turn on the news, it's negativity, no matter what day of the week it is. So what's the point? You know, what, what is the point, basically? Right. Uh, just like when I texted you about the fires in Denver, and I said, are you okay? Well, that's the, that's the news making me think you're standing in the middle of a fire because they're talking about one little area in Denver over and over and over and over again, and they're acting like the entire state's on fire. <laughs> yeah, I was well the news, yeah, the news the news does that. You're right about that. The news definitely does that. And people and I, and I feel people don't want to see people succeed and I, I get it all, but yeah, I was even like what are you talking about? That's so far away. But yeah, no, right. right. I remember that. So let me ask you, um, yeah. I'm reading the comments, which is a little interesting that he dropped the video right before we went on the radio. Obviously, I don't think he's even aware that you're on the radio. And it was funny. One of the funniest comments I'm reading was, I can't believe he said he doesn't know the name, the, the players' names. And so it's like funny because, you know, even in that aspect, like most these guys that are watching the videos, they're, you know, they're fantasy well, guys. John, John, you and Dave have something in common. We do have both, something in common. You yes. both don't know any people's names. My 16-year-old knows way more many <laughs> names than me and Dave combined, that's for sure. Well, um, well, he he probably does, but I actually know the pro names, and I yeah, very okay. More of the pro, but yeah, I said like four times. Can you take that out? So he must really want to stick with that. But um, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, but yeah, like you know, funny. it's funny because most people they don't see this the the constant battle of the line, which is really in the end of the uh-huh. day. 
uh, you know, you're, you're just, you're, you're edge betting. One of the guys commented, he goes, that's not an edge. He's just looking for market inefficiencies. And I'm saying, and then some guy responded, he goes, well, that is an edge. You got to know yeah, exactly. to look for the market inefficiencies. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's good. But no, let me good ask video. you one thing that you didn't cover in the video, which, well, no, he did ask you. He said, "What's the most you've ever lost in a day?" And you said, "100." And he was like, "You were okay with that?" And you started laughing. You're like, "Yeah, I was okay." Like, you know, and it was funny because again, all these guys that he debunks on on um on on his channel, it's you know, I never lose. I'm 80. percent I'm 90. percent I'm 80. percent I'm 90. percent And I constantly tell people, you know, this isn't a percentage game. This is an edge game. You know, you might. I mean, you don't. I don't even think you keep records. What would you? 55 percent is like. Billy Walters' greatness, 56% is like... like no, all, only, only he does that on the totals. He does that on the, to- on the college football totals. I, I do. I could see the numbers before. But, well, some of them. are good enough sample size to, put them, to, to give my thoughts. And he was beating those college football totals for like 55 56%. I saw it with my own eyes over a big sample size. So... But other than that, I mean, nobody's beating pro sides at, at 55% widely available. Not widely available, no way. Nobody in the world. I mean, I can't say nobody in the world, but over a big sample size, I, I would stick with that. So it comes down right. to getting the extra half point, reduced juice, et cetera, and then you have a shot, you know? Well, and it's kind so, of like what we talked similar, just a situation that just happened a couple of days ago. We were talking about the Monday night game and that you love the Rams, but you only like them at three. So you waited all day to get that number at the reduced juice. Now, again, just for the listener, it didn't matter. The Rams blew them out. No big deal. But when you look at a scale like you're basically explaining, hundreds and hundreds of games, and you're getting the best price and you're getting the reduced juice, that's where the edge comes in. And most daily bettors that don't have that bandwidth to understand like looking at it through a like a large a very large scope where you're seeing the long run you're not worried about just today's performance ruining your your mood which that's the problem you don't get to talk to the clients Dave so in your mind you're just non-emotional trading every day and you're just getting the value you're putting it in and it's it just makes sense whether the outcome of the day is good or bad, it's not ruining your mood. Unfortunately, with these guys, I, the struggle that I have because I'm the buffer between you and them is they live and die by every game. They micromanage the performance and the results of every single game, and they don't realize that no matter what, we at the end of the day, like we've always talked about this, Dave, and you, you could probably agree with me on this. If you get in good on all of your bets, whether you have a winning or losing day, you're happy with getting in your money and good, and you're getting that best closing line value. The client doesn't see that. If he loses, he doesn't care what the line value was. So it's yeah. to, to have them break through right, and see the bigger picture. I think this video is going to give you a lot more credibility, obviously, but it's going to give that new client. Well, let, me, let me just say it. I, not that you didn't have credibility. It's that the gamblers don't believe anything because they've seen right. so many fake gurus like Spence. So I don't, 
it's not about to give you credibility. It's about to show people that, that you know, it's hard to win. I mean, he wasn't, you weren't on, you weren't, you weren't in the Ferrari, you weren't in the Bentley, you weren't, you know, with the champagne in your hand, you know, you weren't, you know, you were just sitting at the desk working with a hundred phones on your desk. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, real, it's real work. Most people gamble because they don't want to work. Yeah, and I, and I'm surprised. I'm you can kind of tell he has a lot of love because I'm you know how you watch videos like that and, and more than half the comments are negative. It was all positivity. That's what shocked me. It's like wow, there's actually positive comments because I that was one of the things I feared. It's like okay, I'm going to make this video and people are going to just destroy me for no reason because because you see that. You know, well, but even if they do, who cares? Yeah, but who? Like, I know, but it, you know, it was pretty shocking. Yeah. It was all positivity. I went, wow. This is incredible. So, yeah, he's he's got a lot of love, huh? I'll, I'll credit him Definitely. for that one. A hundred percent. But, you know, the thing is, like I tell people is that, um, you know, back to this obsessive nature of football versus basketball, you know, like on a typical, like last Saturday, there's all these basketball games and all these guys care about is the playoff games. You know, that's it. They, they, they don't like same thing with Saturday this upcoming week or Sunday. All no, nobody will care about college, basketball. Does not exist when NFL is playing to the average recreational better. Right, right. The, the only thing that yeah. matters is that they're that waiting for four thirty Eastern Standard Time for the Tennessee game, and they wish they had a one o'clock NFL game instead of a four thirty NFL game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But let's real stuff. Right. So let me ask you in terms of efficiencies and I, I know that obviously Denver is a is a not Denver, the state of Colorado is is giving you these opportunities to explore these inefficiencies. But for anybody that listens to this radio show archived, and I know we've talked about this in the past, with new states coming online with legal sports wagering, how long do you anticipate it being this good before it gets tighter, or do you just think it's going to be this way for a while because they just want the action? Well, it's a good question because last year at this time I was going, oh, probably don't have another year in doing this, but at least it was good this year, and then now it seems even better. Like there's one company that was banning people left and right, and now they're not banning, like they haven't banned anybody all year. And one of the one of the names I bet is up like four hundred thousand, just in like two months. They haven't put a single restriction on the account. It's unreal. So yeah, you just never know. You never know. But you don't worry about it. You just live every day like it's like yeah. It's your I mean, last I, I used to a lot. I I used to a lot because I would go, oh, this is my bread and butter. I don't want it to end. But then the other part of me is like, all good things come to an end. Just do what you can while it's there. Don't don't sweat it on the you know, day to day, but, um, I, I think there's another couple years that are good and you have to make it good at the end of the day. If you're, even if every company restricts you, it's on you to make it good. You, you have to jump through the hoops to make it good. And a lot of guys aren't willing to jump through the hoops. Does that make sense? I am. I'll, I'll do whatever I got to take to do whatever I got to do to make it still good. Now, you don't have to name the states. Are there other states from your network of people that are just as good right now, or they kind of lead the pack? Yes. You have new, lo- yeah, you so have new states coming online each day. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's that's gonna that's gonna people are gonna obviously take advantage of this value in other states. That, for example, let's say a guy has a lot of things mastered about how to get inefficiencies, but he can't leave whatever state for whatever reason, or he has other things going there, and now he's going to take advantage of all these opportunities too, and his own bets will lead to this ending faster, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. there's two or three people that are going to watch that video, and, and they're going to go, oh, my gosh, I missed a ton of value, and they're going to do what I'm doing. I'll say two or three out of however many views he gets. So, so what's interesting is I was having this conversation with uh, our boy Micah. What's interesting is a lot of these guys, their PPS. I think that where you have a distinction, where you stand alone on top of this professional gambling mountain, is you're certainly not the only one who's a professional gambler. Obviously, uh, sports better. I don't even want to say gambler. Sports better. Um, we. But most of them are exploiting slow PPHs. Very few of them. A lot of these guys, and I'm not going to mention names, they won't even mess with a legal online account. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, they want they want the – so it's like I think you're a little unique in that you're attacking the legal market in the states where it's now legal versus trying to find a PPH skin that moves real slow, if that makes any sense. Plus, some people are stuck in their ways, and they've 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 basically had whatever hustle for however many years, and they don't want to explore other ways because it's like, all right, well, I got my, this has really worked out for me doing this, whatever it is. There's like ten different things I could name. There, there's so many sports betting ways to make money, and I know what each one of my friends is doing and how they're exploiting it. But literally, ninety nine point I'll say ninety nine point nine nine are completely blind to certain ways to make money literally mm-hmm. it's like gold right in front of them and they're clueless so that's great so, so you're constantly thinking ahead why they're just stuck yeah. in their ways of what they're doing no they might like i know they make good money i know exactly what they're doing and I'm, it's creative and i'm going wow i never thought of that you know so i'm right. kind of stuck in my ways too because I didn't want to do a couple of these ways that people in Colorado moved to Colorado. I have five or six guys moved to Colorado to do a certain, couple certain things that the whole world's blind to, and it's right in front of their eyes, and I just don't want to do it. So, yeah, I mean, we all kind of get stuck in our ways at the end of the day, right? Right. Like, you guys probably have gold right there and just are clueless. I mean, no offense. Well, we don't but- have apps yet, so it's a little different. You have to physically drive to the casino. No, which is a disaster right now. No, that's even better. In Correct. We don't. Well, what is the one app is FanDuel and the other app is Caesars right now? And but I mean, sorry, there's no apps though. Just walking in, but right now, just to go in there, not only do you have to wait minimum 45 minutes if there's like five people in front of you. It's an if it was you and you were standing next to me, you probably have a panic attack because of, like, your live, yeah. your life with speed <laughs> yeah. and efficiency. And I'm seeing this guy yeah, you're right. you're funny. putting in $5 parlays, and it's taken him, like, 30 minutes to put in, like, $25 parlays, like 10-teamers. And you're like, come on, man. Like, like there's just – Yeah, I agree. There's not enough people. The machines are fairly slow, especially for guys putting in multiple wagers. 
and they just they're not equipped yet. Once they make it live on an app, then it's a different story. Because FanDuel, I have a lot of friends that have FanDuel in New Jersey that have huge limits. They have no issues whatsoever. Now again, they're they're following it. They're not more live betters. They're more just pregame betters. So I don't know if actually following it live exclusively when we get them to start doing the live stuff. If it's going to the algo, we'll cut them back. But for the last couple of years, they've been good to go. They haven't been cut back. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's just so many ways to make money sports betting. I mean, I can think I could if I really thought about it. There's like 20 ways that everyone could do it. There's like 20 ways at least. But here's the thing: 99.99 percent of people they want to bet pregame NFL playoff games. It's almost like a form of suppression to me, but John summed it up. They don't want to, bet, you know, they don't want to bet the first quarter total of the Knicks game and shop that. They want to bet. They want to bet the Bills playing the Chiefs, if that makes sense. When the reality is, the books are hyper focused on Bills versus Chiefs pregame spread. They're not even looking at the first quarter of the NBA game that's three points off that you would have a 20% edge and you're printing money on, if that makes sense. They, they just don't care because they're like, eh, 1,000 max. We're not going to even update that all day. And But guys just don't want to put the effort to take advantage of these opportunities, if that makes sense. I'm sure so what would you – you if, if you had a uh, – if you had a, you know – give tips and tricks to somebody trying to make money, not even professionally, just as a, like you use the word smaller side market, hustle. the better, the smaller market, the better, the smaller, the market, the better. I mean, I've literally seen the most shocking things on these apps. Okay. I'll actually, I'll give, I'll give a, a I'll give a good, what I think take advantage of the deposit bonuses. That's a lot of the profit because there's really good ones right now in New York. So investigate each one and maximize it. So if they go, if you put 5,000, we'll give you another 5,000. I'm making up an example of what, what yeah, right. the ones I see. We'll give you, put 5,000, one-time rollover, we'll give you 5,000. That's stealing money right there, literally. You take advantage of those, you know. You could, It's this good. You could, if they tell you one-time rollover, if, if the Knicks are playing the Cavs, Put twenty five hundred on the Knicks, and in the same app, put twenty five hundred on the Cavs. Now take your bonus. Right, they're literally that clueless. Like they don't care. They just want to get established across the country. And there's so many leaks on all these apps; it's unreal. And so there you go: the deposit bonuses, and then the small market stuff. So don't try to beat sides and totals. Just look at yeah, like I said, the first quarter or stuff like that. And there's like thousands of things you can bet. Look at tennis. Now, hypothetically, you were successful for, obviously, I've known you for, wow, it's almost like eight years now. So, hypothetically, let's just say you were just back in Vegas and you, like, you'd still beat the market. It's just smaller, harder work to make the same money. Right. No, I wouldn't even make close to the same money, but I'd still make money. Got it. So that's why I'm not really sweating it. Plus, I'm at the point now where I, I, I'm kind of set. I mean, I don't really need much more money, but it's just I'm doing it. I'm having fun. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, plus our the real estate's done, done well that I've invested in. So that's why I'm just not really sweating it. If it's just everything in it that I perceive to be free money, uh, I would just, okay, I'm good. But no, there's literally across this country free money just sitting there. It just comes down to, and then each person's going, well, I know who's going to win the Bills and Chiefs game. I'll bet that. No, you don't know who's going to win. This is the thing. They don't think in expected value. But then the real sharp guys are going, oh my God, I can, I can make five, ten grand today, almost free. But I got to put in the work. They think like that. The the ninety nine point nine. I'm just gonna. I know who's gonna win the playoff game. I'm gonna bet that. Right. Right. So right, right, this right. is this is sad. But yeah, this is how people are. Yeah. So. But that's so let's talk about tip. let's talk let's talk about the the some stats and trends, some numbers that we used to do when Brian was here with us. And I want to just get your oh, take no. on like do this. Yeah. Well, I just want to get your <laughs> take on do the sports. You? <laughs> now I wanted to ask you, like for instance, Cleveland in the NBA, right? The Cleveland. So it's interesting. Cleveland in the NBA, you and I'm sure you already know this anyway, um, is the number one team against the spread. What I'm more yeah. interested in about is, do does each book know they got to know that, and do they expect? Do they? you always get a worse number because they know that people are going to just be betting Cleveland and betting Oak city. You know, Oak city is Oak city is kind of like the, the interesting one of the two because Cleveland has, you know, Cleveland is, what are they? Um, 27 and 18. Um, and then they, they're the number, they're the number one team against the spread. They are, Twenty nine and thirteen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sorry, sorry. Did you say Oklahoma City's number one or, or Cleveland's number one and Oklahoma City? Cleveland's did number sorry, one. Cleveland is number one and Oklahoma City is number two. But 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 you have two complete opposite situations, which is Cleveland is twenty nine and thirteen at ATS, but Cleveland is twenty seven and eighteen straight up, while Oklahoma City yeah. is twenty eight and fourteen ATS. But they are fourteen and twenty nine. Their their record is flipped. Basically, whatever their ATS record, it's the opposite straight up. Obviously, it's no secret that most of the wins for Cleveland have been as a favorite, and almost every win for the Oklahoma City has been as a dog. But I'm just wondering if you think like the sports books actually key into this dog that can't win a game but keeps covering. Wow, that was a lot, but it was, yeah, it was a really sharp question. Um, I think they just adjust game to game, and there might be like a small skew when they open it, but you got to remember, too, when they do open it, the limits are still pretty small, so they're not really sweating it, even if they're a couple points off at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but like today, the Cavs are laying three to the Bulls. This does kind of seem like too many. Uh, should I bet it right now while I'm talking to you? <laughs> hey, that's your, that's your like choice, lot. you know what I mean? It seems like a lot, yeah. It seems like a lot. Um, but, yeah, the Cavs really are rolling. They, maybe they deserve to be minus three at the Bulls. Well, but ha- the, the Cavs the thing is a little bit of a different di- dilemma than the uh, the other team, which is, yeah. have you ever seen that where the, have you ever seen that where the records are reversed? Like literally same record ATS no. versus. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I have. I don't follow it like you, but I'm sure I have. Yeah. 
And it's like, you know, you um, talk about live, yeah. you know, when they say congratulations, money line winners, what's interesting is, so th- literally they, they cover, it's like if, if you're betting Oklahoma City tonight, then you're basically expecting them to lose the game but lose by less than seven. Like they're never winning out. They've only won 14 games the entire season outright. So that's you know that's 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 the interesting yeah. factor. Now, granted, they yeah, are playing a team today that's. Yeah, you're not. I don't think you're betting at plus seven, thinking well for sure they're going to lose, but it's less. You're obviously thinking they have a chance to win, but I don't know. It actually that one looks good. Here, I'm going to do it just right now. I'm going <laughs> to bet it. I have to after after you said all of that. You talked me well, into well, one, Jay. There you go. Well, that you know, like I said, you can uh, you can Venmo me the commission. No, but in all seriousness, with I'm just wondering. Like I said, I sit back and I. The reason why I look at these numbers is I want to put my mind in the mind of the gambler that doesn't have access to multiple accounts and edge betting, and I want that guy. I want to know where that what that guy's thinking basically, and so he's thinking like. Oh yeah, I'm betting Cleveland. Like the other day, I forgot who Cleveland was playing. They were an underdog, and it was like they smashed the other team. And I'm thinking to myself, how can they make this team an underdog? I guess they were playing the Warriors. I don't know if that's who they smashed. Um, yeah, that was Warriors. on. That was. I think that was. Yeah, that was when Steph was out. They, they were actually laying five, and they and they beat them. They beat them by a lot. It was never even. I think it was competitive till halftime. If I remember, right. if I recall correctly, yeah. And, and so my mind is just kind of like, my mind is just kind of like, well, why the average square better probably did take Cleveland. They probably did chase that, yeah. You know, and so now, yeah. so now when we move forward and we'll go to the the playoffs before we get into some college basketball, I want to jump to the playoffs and that uh, we can bring Mike into this. So we got the we got obviously you bet during the game. You bet Tampa Bay minus one and a half. The question that I have for you is if it goes to three and a half or four, do you middle the game? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because the Rams are for real. It, it's just, um, yeah, I do. Myself, yes. Yeah, I, I think that should just be three. These, I think these are two evenly matched teams. And, uh, but at three and a half, especially four. At four, I would go, well, I think either way I would go double. But four, I think I would go triple. Plus four would be, would be I think, really good value. What do you guys think? I want to hear your guys' I opinion. Mean, you do all right in NFL. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, now everything gets so – Look, as the weeks go on in the NFL, last week the lines really didn't jump that much, but now the variance between most of the home teams covered except one got blown out, obviously with the Cowboys, which you had the other side. Um, This week it's just a lot tighter. And, you know, it's usually this way. Um, The highest line is five and a half right now with Green Bay. But, you know, you have the ability where I believe – in all four games that the road team could easily win the game, not only right, cover, but too. actually win the game, which is yeah, what I, I, which I love. That's a really good product, and we've been talking about it all year, how the parity in the league is so tight and how – I remember Brian would mention this all the time toward the end of the season, how no teams had locked up 
even a playoff berth. And it was there was a couple games left in the season, I think three or four games left, and there was like no teams that were locked into a playoff spot yet. And it just shows that the parity throughout the season was really, really tight. And now I do believe that we have the eight best teams left in the league. And it's going to be interesting. I mean, I like to wait, especially for the NFL. Um, a lot of these places have weather being a big factor, except Tampa Bay. And I want to wait to see, you know, till the weekend how the weather plays out because that plays into my handicapping and how I judge the NFL. And a lot of times I bounce information off of you. Like we did on Monday night. And, you know, I loved three. And, Getting that number down to three and paying that reduced juice again in that large sample size, like we've done for years now, it's I can't even put a dollar figure on it. But if I were to be able to look back on my accounts and say, you know, there's a reason why the winning percentage is not that great, but our variance and understanding that we're getting in our money and good and we're putting in a larger amount because the line is better that over a large sample size, we're producing these big returns. And, you know, it's just it's hard for me to, to replicate because, like, I'm going to circle back. So when Spencer was sitting there and you kept telling him, look, some of these things are just going over your head, and I'm not going to get into it. Or I think Spencer mentioned in the video that he cut out a couple of the things that when you guys were discussing, he didn't put it into the video because most of the – the guys that are watching the video wouldn't understand. That's kind of what I deal with with these clients. I try to explain to them literally inside the brain of David Miller and how to make money properly, and it's like it goes over their head. It's, it's too hard for them to understand the logistics of what it takes to be successful long-term. So I try to simplify it, but sometimes it's not enough. But I, I feel like w- we've been – breaking through and breaking through and over the last year, especially from the start of this football season, I feel like we have a lot more followers that are strategically following the plan and not deviating from it like we did in years past where they just they just bucked it, meaning they just bet their own games, they didn't follow the system, they surely didn't get the exact price that we wanted because they were in in the easiest way to say it, they were lazy because they were putting it in hours later, and then if they had to buy down to the number, um, then it would cost them too much. Well, now we have uh, plans in place where we're able to deliver that game as soon as you put it out, prior to sometimes where you're even placing it. So the technology has, has gifted us an opportunity to be able to do this, um, you know, and I'm very excited about the future and and exactly what, transpired a week ago where where a guy that is neutral came out, did an interview, went over the nuances of your business and your day-to-day life, and basically the transparency is is clear. So are we going to give out a pick for the radio this week? Well, well, first of all, I want to thank you, Dave, for that generous donation on the GoFundMe page for Brian. And, uh, Again, for anybody, you can go to Vegas Ringers on Twitter, um, and you can get that, hit that GoFundMe link if you if you want to do some uh, some uh, 
And, you know, again, people don't realize how expensive funerals are. You know, that's the thing. If you don't, right. a lot of people, you know, they, they, they don't, a lot of people act like they're going to live forever. Um, and they don't make any plans. You know, then you have other people that are, uh, I guess, uh, lived long enough. You know, a lot of elderly people, it's pre-done, you know, you know, when they drop, it's everything's taken uh-huh. care of. And, you know, they have salesmen in funeral homes selling the future. Cause you know, I, I, one of my buddies is his, uh, mom passed away probably 17 years ago. And he, he needed like, I had to like give him 10 grand, like just to loan him because he didn't, he just didn't have access to the money. It was like, that was 10 years ago. I don't, depending upon how elaborate you get, you know, a funeral, some people don't care. They just want to be cremated and be in a vase. Other people want to have the mahogany. We don't know what's going to happen with Brian, but the point is, is that, you know, you see a lot of these GoFundMe things and it's not because the person didn't have money. It's because, you know, you're 64 years old. Nobody's thinking you're going to drop that tomorrow. So, uh, right. you know, a lot of people right, have right. a negative, a negative opinion of, oh, it's just a free money grab based upon sympathy. But, you know, as everybody knows, I'm not saying anything that isn't um, well documented in the public media. You know, Brian passed away while his wife was in the ICU with COVID. So, you know, nobody knows the timeline. I haven't spoken to any family members. Nobody, nobody even knows if she knew or even, you know, while she was getting better. You don't walk in there when somebody's in a bad state. Oh, by the way, your husband just dropped dead from a heart attack. You know, so, you know, again, for all you listeners out there, even if you're listening to this recorded later at Spotify on the John and Mike show or at Sports Insider Radio, there's a GoFundMe page our good friend Kenny White set up. Uh, obviously, everybody does what they, they feel is appropriate. Uh, and, you know, like I said, it was nice to see uh, everybody, all facets of our organization, pony up money. Some people showed their names. Some people did it anonymously. But, uh, you know, again, just think about that because uh, you never know when someone in your life might just drop. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's interesting. I agree. Strong you stuff. Know, I always know, think about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have elderly people in your life that you deal with on a daily basis. So, uh, you know, I don't know if it's this conversation that ever comes up, but you know, you got the grandparents and et cetera, et cetera, and I got the grandparents on my side, and you mm-hmm. know, it's crazy. How, by the way, how is everything with COVID over there in Denver now? Like, still mass mandate inside the casinos, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, have to, you, you still have to wear the masks. Um, but, it, it, for example, you walk in with it on, you can take it off. Nobody really says anything, if that makes sense. But, yeah, they require that you have masks everywhere you go. It, so I went jam, to bed. You walk in with it, take it off, and you're, no one says anything. So, actually, the first time it happened to me, I went to bet the Buffalo game at the local sports book here. And um, I was standing at the bar to order a drink. And I had I pulled the mask down to speak to the bartender, and a security guard came up to me and said, "Till I actually have the drink in my hand, I have to order the drink with the mask on." <laughs> and that was the first time yeah. somebody ever said anything to me since this happened. It's like, okay, now I have the drink in my hand. I'm good. <laughs> it just depends how they how much they want to enforce it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm not hating on it. It is what it is. Do you find up? Uh, you said a couple weeks ago. Obviously, you know, I had COVID. Mike had COVID. I'm out of quarantine now. He's out of quarantine. You said you know a lot of people that were getting sick. All those people are all better now out of it? Um, for the most part, the people that I deal with, yeah. A couple, of them, a couple of them had it, but, yeah. 
Yeah, I feel everybody's getting it a couple times. And uh, so yeah. on your on your end, uh, with with Colorado, when does the weather break there? I've never actually been there, so we're doing this show. It's like obviously it's dead of winter on the East Coast. When do you start? When do you foresee warmer weather over there? It was well last year when I was here. I don't have a big sample size, uh, but it was it was around yeah, April. About April. So when you fly warm. back to Vegas to see the family and everything, you must be like, you gotta love that. You gotta laugh now when people are wearing coats and it's fifty-five degrees in Vegas, like it's, uh, like yes. it's. Uh, <laughs> yes, it hasn't been too bad, too. I guess all the people that have lived here have told me we've been lucky. We've been lucky with the weather. Like it hasn't been too bad this year, so that's good. Because yeah, it's it has. I think it's only snowed like twice, and usually by now it's snowed a ton. That's what I was told. Right. So, well, let me let's let's yeah. break down the. I want to ask you from your. I know you're a line chaser in terms of your edge better, but I want to ask you and Mike since the NFL is. Uh, you know, we might as well spend the last seven, eight, nine minutes on the NFL. What do you think are the most public sides that are already being bet or will be bet? I, I'm going to assume it's going to be the Titans, the Packers. unless I'm wrong. The Packers. No, you're wrong on that one. The Pat. No, I think the Bengals will be public. Bengals will be public. I think so. And then obviously and then the Packers. The Packers number one. Don't you? Can't you Packers. see them winning by three? And then. Close. Yeah, but so well, you... you just said who's the public going to be on, right? The Packers. Right. I, I can definitely see that, but the public just. I mean, they did well with the Packers this year. They were probably waiting last week. Oh, I can't wait till the, till the Packer game, and I so, just see that so, game being so, one But let me ask you, because obviously we know it's an efficient number. Last week, looking back at it, and I know you don't really care about the the individual games. It's a, more about the puzzle of all the games combined. But looking back at it, wasn't it weird in retrospect that Tampa Bay was only laying seven? Shouldn't that line have been more yeah. like the KC line? My friend who does really well in NFL, he was like, I love the Eagles, I love the Eagles. That's the only thing with Tyson. I was actually going to lay the seven, but he's really so open, does well. So I did. I just was like, so basically on a neutral site, really, Tampa Bay is only three or four points better. I just, I don't get it. And he's like, no, yeah, they're banged up and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, all right, you have fun losing to Tom today. I'm taking a week off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let me ask then, you with, yeah, the with the Kansas like, with the Kansas City game, which is obviously you know we're we're always talking about the Bills because of Brian. Um, you were not. I don't. I want. I don't want to get it into your position or because I know you. You always think I'm trying to rub shit. It. I'm not ooh, rub stuff into you. Um, the Kansas City game, like when they were down seven nothing on a defensive touchdown, and I saw that they were still making. Kansas City minus two fifty or two eighty live to win the game. Weren't they kind of like basically just telling you that they knew that was fake? Like they knew that they were going to just come back and rock and roll on them. Like that seven point free yeah, but it's, touchdown it's all the game. Probability. It's all probability. I mean, things could have not went. You love that, I and mean, you love doing this, but it's it's all probability. And, and yeah, they, they came back. The whole world thought, oh, they'll probably come back, but. 
I mean, they couldn't make it basically the pregame when they were up 7-0 or whatever it was, or 10 to, I don't remember, was it 7-0? I mean, they couldn't put the pregame price, so they had to move it down right. a little bit, but they didn't move it much, exactly. So I was so, looking to see if they I would mean, move it much to, right. No, yeah. No, I'm even contrarian, and I didn't even touch that. You know, so, yeah, it was like probably the Chiefs still cover. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you, the, the, my, the, the one second half play that I thought was a gift that I didn't act on, that, that I was just saying to myself, if I had to do it, I would have, you know, I would was the Rams Oh, you don't take free gifts, John? John, why don't you take I free I should have taken, well, I want to know, were you okay. on the Rams plus a half? <laughs> no. I didn't have anything just, there, though, in all fairness. Yeah, I couldn't believe they made the Rams plus a half in that game. What? Let, let's yeah, well. between you between you two, just for the public, because they care. You know, let, let's give them the little. It's you know, we got four games. What do, which of all the four favorites? Which dog do you think has the greatest chance of winning outright? Rams uh, or Buffalo? I'd say fifty-fifty well, for each one. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, I have to take the lowest number, but I hate doing that because that's that's too obvious. I don't know. I'll just call Frisco a live dog, even though I'm, I'm that's the least that's the last one I'm supposed to take because it's the highest spread. But I really mm-hmm. think the, the sharper guys will be all over Frisco on that game. All right. So then let, for another question I have for you from a betting professional screen watching point of view: When a favorite goes down like Dallas. And it's the second game of a three-game set. Aren't you expecting the money to f- come rushing in on the next favorite? Because people are like, "Well, there's we're not going to lose yeah. another favorite." And, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. So let's My just opinion. say hypothetically, Tennessee blows out the Bengals. Just uh, argument and sake. And then now, I think you expect that line can easily get. I'm sorry. I expect that to happen, but I think the public's going to be on the Bengals there. No, no, I'm talking about the next bet. I'm talking about the next bet. So the Tennessee wins 35 to nothing. Now, all of a sudden, you see Green Bay go from. Okay. So the public. So now you see see Green Bay go from four and a half back up to the open to six. Well, you kind of said it backwards. It would have to be like a square favorite first. That covers. Got it. Then, then okay, your logic it. makes. I, I don't. I don't even know the numbers, but I think the public will be on the Bengals because Tennessee has done nothing but win all year, and the public was never on them, even to the last game. I I think the last game they were, but the public has not. It's almost like they don't want to bet Tennessee. Oh, they're not gonna. They're just gonna choke. So I, I kind of wish I would have grabbed the minus two and a half when it opened, but oh well. Can't lay three and a half now, so I'll just I'll, I'll bet it if it goes back to three. But it's a flat three and a half, everywhere it looks like. So if my logic's right. right, though, we'll close three and I'll grab Tennessee. They've done nothing. All right, to so win. now Hawkins we have a minute Razor. left in the they show. Let's give out. Let's give out like we used to do when Brian was here. Let's give out. Let's give out between you and Mike. You guys can give out the free NFL lean for this weekend's action. Do I disrespect Brian if I take the Chiefs? No, I'm that's what thinking. it is. I, I pass. I pass. Go ahead. You you go first. I think I got to go with Frisco. Yeah, me too. Plus six. Boom in the bank. 
Don't put too much on it. Anything can happen. It's one game. They're probably going right. to run out right, though. Just saying. I'm still riding with Buffalo. Nice. I'm still riding with Buffalo, baby. But there's, you really can't take the – once that cracks through, once that goes under three, how good do you really feel about that pick? I mean, I mean you're at basically three, at that I point. It, but... I, I get it. You're basically saying at that point, just take the money line on Buffalo. There's no point. No, you're, you're basically saying on a neutral site, the Bills are, are clearly better. And some, because you're laying 110, you're taking like, like – you're saying that a few points better on a neutral site. That's tough. I don't know about that. But why do you know, call it a neutral site? No, he's saying because it's no, only because two and a half at home. Yeah, right, and she's had more than a three-point home field, yeah. Right. You're basically saying the Bills are, are, are a few points better on a neutral site, and, and that seems tough. But I don't know. It's your pick. We'll I'm sticking with the Bills. I'm riding, I'm, I'm riding, right, I'm Bills riding the Frisco. Bills. Bills and Frisco, two-team parlay, max bet, lock of the century, no, 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 unload. Don't, don't embarrass us. Pull up in the Bentley <laughs> and the and the, pull up in the Bentley and the gold chains around Dave's neck. No, I'm just joking. Oh, jeez. I should go buy a chain after that video. I don't know. What do you think? Should I go buy a? Yeah, a, man. I'll look for. We'll get you a little get moped. A, get, you can uh, pull up to the sports book with a backpack on your moped. <laughs> come on. Oh, come on, man. All right, well, listen, right, we got. Right. I think we got a minute. We got, like, less than a minute left. We'll be back next week. We'll be breaking down the Super Bowl. as It's the le- latest Super Bowl this year, February 13th. The question is how many people will be – how many men will be smiling on Valentine's Day on February 14th if they lose the Super Bowl on February 13th. They did set that up nicely to just crush all the men Depends if they lose how, the Super Bowl. They got to take – you're right, exactly. No, never mind. <laughs> All right, All right well, we'll do it again next later. week. Check out Vegas Ringers. Check out the GoFundMe on his Twitter. And check out Spencer Cornelia on YouTube to watch the video breakdown of a day in the life of Dave Miller. See you next right. week, Dave. johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the Vegas Strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas wise guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Call free.